friends. Welcome to Our View. We have a great show for you this week. We're interviewing Locate the Lockets, Maurice and Allison Lockett, originally from North Texas. They, along with their two young sons, decided to sell it all, buy an RV, and hit the road full time. So sit back and relax while they tell us all about their new life, how they decided to do it, and their adventures so far. Welcome to Our View with your hosts, George and Lisa Hernandez. Each week, listen in as George and Lisa talk about their RV and travel adventures all around the world. George and Lisa travel in their 40-foot Class A Tiffin motor coach and tow their Jeep Wrangler, always looking for fun and adventure. Welcome back to Our View. I'm Lisa Richard Hernandez. And I'm George Hernandez. And we have some special guests with us today, Maurice and Allison. And they are originally from North uh, Texas, right? Outside of Dallas. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and say hello, Maurice and Allison. Hey, what's going on, world? This is Maurice here. And I'm Allison. And we are the Lockets. Uh, We have two little boys, Tyson and Elijah Lockett. Uh, Tyson is six years old and Elijah is four. And yeah, we decided to sell our company, sell our house and buy an RV and get on the road full time. Wow. I think so many people talk about doing this that I I just can't wait to hear your story because I just think it's like amazing that you would take that like huge leap and just jump out of what we call sticks and bricks and into the RV. So tell us like about... um, what you did before you got into this and what led up to you guys making this whole decision uh, to go full-time in the RV? Yeah, it's crazy. So like Lisa said earlier, we started from DFW, North Texas, and we owned a catering company there where we catered to apartment communities. So we served the residents. We were hired on by property managers. Uh, The company there was equally yoked events and catering. And, we loved it. We had a blast. We had it for, was it 11 years? And it was mm-hmm. our baby before, yeah. of course, our babies. And we would go into apartment communities. We would serve the residents brunch on the weekends and just get to know people. You know, it was all about the hospitality industry and it was a great, great little niche. Well, when COVID hit, it really just took a toll on our business and took a toll on us. It kind of just slowed us down. And we started thinking about, all right, well, what's the next move for our company, for our family, for life in general? So we had the opportunity to rent an RV for the 4th of July to go see my family in Mississippi. And what originally should have been a three-day trip turned into an 11-day trip because we just kept extending the rental that we had. <laughs> we just wow. had a good time with it. Yeah, We were having so much fun. Where we can we go out. next? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Our home was right behind us. We were like, let's go. <laughs> I know that we feeling. felt so free. Yeah, yeah, we were just like, we're free. Let's go. Let's. Where can we go? <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, I think the rest is history from there. Like God just lined up our path for us. And what we like to say is, we were thrown lemons and we made lemonade. You know, we were able to sell the company. We then decided we sold the company in what, like five months, six months, mm-hmm. if not sooner than that. And then we put the house on the market. We were able to get an offer on that and found the camper that fit our needs and we got on the road by December 28th. We were on the road going full time. Wow. So That's yeah. brave right there. It happened very it's quickly. So 
and we were motivated and focused on the goal. Yeah, we were. And with our boys being so young, we still knew that they needed some sort of schooling, but we were open to the challenge of roads, road schooling. Is that the term for it? Homeschooling? Road. That's what I wonder. Is it homeschooling or road schooling? I guess. <laughs> They're going to be road scholars. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, Tyson, he would have been in kindergarten. And Elijah was just really starting. We had both of them in a pretty great program back home. So they were ahead of the curve. But they just picked up on schooling on the road. And we're still working on it. (laughs) As parents, you know, we're just still we're still growing. And yeah, but we're able to teach them and train them. We're able to teach them in the way that we want them to grow up and be and, and teach them. Exactly. And and the experience that they're going to get. And the experience, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that was one thing that kind of helped with COVID is all of that online schooling and everything, you know, sort of prepared everyone for the idea that you can just do things virtually. As long as you have an internet connection, you can really have access to all of the things you need for schooling and stuff like that, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. And what we were finding was there was such a learning curve with that, that a lot of the schools were just trying to figure out what, what to do. And so instead of enrolling our kindergartner, we just basically decided that we were just going to homeschool because of all the challenges. Like, I mean, we, we saw neighbors that you know, they were sending their kids to school and um, they they would go for two or three weeks and then they'd get sent home because there'd be a positive COVID case. And it was just back and forth, back and forth. So we kind of were able to save them from a lot of the just the the, the challenges that really took right. place this year that it's nobody's fault. It's just it's just what you know, what was happening. So. For us, it was like, he's just in kindergarten. Like, it's no big deal. We'll right. wing it and be totally fine. You know, they need, what, maybe an hour a day a week, and it's minimal. So, yeah, um, yeah. so we we took on the challenge. And, yeah, and that's yeah. crazy when we realized that stat was kids in kindergarten. You know, you think about when we were kids growing up and going to kindergarten, like, we were in school for, what, eight hours a day. Yeah, and it's like for what when you realize it's a babysitter. Forty-five minutes a day of learning. Exactly. It's just like wow. Hold on. Yeah, (laughs) it's a babysitter, and they're so smart. They're little sponges. They pick up so much that they don't need. They just they just don't need all that. And you know they've they've really shown us how resilient resilient they are. And I mean they're just incredible, incredible kids. So. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the kids. I mean, four and six years old. Like, how did they take this whole idea of like going? I mean, is it an adventure for them? Were they uncertain about it? Were they excited about it? How did the kids handle it when you said, hey, we're selling our house and we're going to go drive around and live in this camp? Yeah. <laughs> they probably jumped in and said, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, luckily, we, you know, we had that trip in July. And so it was kind of a you know, a little preview and they, they really enjoyed it. Um, but when it came to selling the house and all their plastic toys, right. They have, uh, you know, it's like toys R us in their bedroom, like all this plastic stuff. 
And so we went through this whole process of selling everything. And it was like, we gave so much away to the neighbors. Um, and we just set it out on the front porch or whatever, you know, and we ended up telling the kids like, Hey, this is going to, you know, little Johnny, you know, so-and-so, and he's going to really love to have this. And they got to the point where they were like just giving it away and wanting to really pass it on and give to other kids. And they don't, they don't miss any of it. It's the wildest thing. It's like, they just, they, they have their bicycles and their Legos and that's it. They're just, they, I think the, the biggest thing that we have learned is that they, they find their security in mom and dad. And not in all their, you know, stuff. Stuff, yep. Because we we got, we kept saying, well, it's not going to fit in the camper. And once we found our camper, it was parked in the driveway of our house. And we, you know, painted it and remodeled it and everything. So we kept saying, like, this is your room. And you can take what will fit in here. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not awesome. going to fit. That's not going to fit. That doesn't fit in the camper. So every time we came across something, it was like, well, it doesn't fit in the camper. And they'd go... They finally got to the point where we're like, yeah, that doesn't fit. That's not going to fit. I got to give it to Johnny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but what a great lesson, even at that alone, you know, just giving their things to other people that, you know, yes, yes, yeah. and simplicity, exactly. yeah. simplicity. Yes. Yeah. And they really did not. They don't miss any of it. It's really wild because it's just like you think, oh, my God, they're going to miss that. They're going to miss it. They play with it, you know, or they don't play with it. You know, it's something that's just been sitting in there that they got for Christmas so long ago. Yep. And, you know, so it's just like we just got in such a, a place where like Christmas, you know, they got all this stuff and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just like it was so excessive that they really don't care about any of it at the end of the day. Yeah, so they have a lot of family that was they they really do, you know, and I think the hardest lesson right now currently with them is knowing that well you can't take it for granted either because now it's they have the stuff and it's like oh well i'll just give it away or i'll just you know they don't truly um cherish it or or um what's the word? appreciate, appreciate the it. things yeah. that they do have yeah exactly exactly so that's like the new um, part of parenting and, and teaching <laughs> Well, coming from uh, two of us that have four, well, five kids all together, four teenagers uh, right now, we've been through. <laughs> You're just starting. We're You're almost done. Starting. But one thing that I always say with my parenting advice is like, you know, how those kids are and how they, they you know, listen and, and, and how they are disciplined and how good, you know, how much time you spend with them. All of that, those will someday be your teenagers. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, right. if they're good now, you got a good foundation. With them. Yeah, you're on a, you're on a good path right now. That's right. That's right. Yeah, right on. They're it's Texas a, boys. That's just a given. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because you think when they get older that, like, you know, I've got a 20-year-old and you think it would just, you know, things get easier. But it's really, they still need you and their problems are different and they're just bigger problems. You know? <laughs> But yeah. what, what I like yeah. with our kids that they're getting older is that it went from need to want. They want to be yeah. with us. They like being with us, which is for us such a, a nice treat. They're older now. They're, we got two in college and they all they want to do is, I mean, my son calls me more now than ever. 
Yeah. And they want to come home and they want to hang out. And when are we going to go on vacation? When are we going to do something as a family? So that is is just, it feels so good when, Mm -hmm. when that happens. Yeah. Yes. Good job. That's been my dream always. Like, okay. When the kids, I want them all coming to our house. I want all of them coming to our house. We, we have eyes on them and, everybody's having fun and a good time, but they're all in a safe environment and they're all here. So we, we, but also, I mean, we, yeah, we just want to be able to invest and be a part of not only just our kids, but the neighborhood and who their classmates are and their friends and uh, really invest in the the kids of this next generation. So yeah, Yeah, we need it. God, (laughs) do we need it? Yeah. 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 So that leads to another really good question. Um, Tell us about, like you mentioned a little bit earlier that you said you fixed up the camper that you have now. So what exactly are you living in? What's your camper? Tell us about your camper. Obviously, uh, a lot of people that go full time have had years of camping experience. So you're pretty sounds like new to this. So how did you choose your rig and how did you find it? Like how, how did you make those decisions? Well, I will say, cause Maurice can explain all the details, (laughs) but like my biggest request was that the kids had their own kind of separate area that we had a door that closed off their kind of own little room because that camper that we rented initially, it had bunks, but the bunks were kind of like open to the living area. Yes. And I knew because since the kids are so young that we put them to bed at such an early hour that it was like, Oh my gosh, well, we don't want to have to go to bed when we put them to bed, you know? So we needed that separate space. Um, so that was kind of the main thing that we were looking for. And then we just like went on the hunt for what we have now. So. And yeah. what do you have now? Is it a, a fifth wheel? So, or to- no, we are actually as probably minimal as you can be with a family of four. So we have a 2018 Keystone bullet ultralight becky her name is becky 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 the the bullet always named her (laughs) um model number 287 (laughs) qbs so it does have a bunk house in the back it's not just bunk bed so they have a door that that closes them off and technically you can sleep four it would be four bunks in the back but the fourth one is actually a dinette set so they have their own area to do their schoolwork and everything but you can Nice. Collapse it down into a dinette set and into a bed. Into a yeah. bed, I'm sorry. Into a bed. And I actually pull it with a half ton truck. I have a two thousand eighteen GMC Sierra that okay. I pull it with. So I'm not even in a three quarter ton or a one ton truck pulling it. Yeah, we you do know? it well though. We watch yeah. our weight and yeah, we do it well. Yeah, it does well. Eat salad like every day. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You with can't these gas have that prices. donut. We cannot tow that yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, gas prices were good, and everyone uses the restroom wherever we stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. I need room for my shoes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the biggest thing I had to give up with our long trip. Was. That's why we're not full-timers, because Lisa's not ready to separate with her uh, yeah. I would have to. I, get it. I would have to buy a trailer just to pull behind the RV <laughs> uh-huh. for her shoes. <laughs> 
Yeah. But when we figured this out, um, the truck that we have is my dream truck. Like it truly is. And I just bought the truck probably like a month and a half, two months before we even decided to do that, before we took the first trip for the 4th of July. So we had to find one that we can rent that the truck could pull. And then, of course, owning one, we had to find one that was within, well within the restrictions and weight limits and everything like that. And just something you're like, you just don't even think about when you're, you know, before you're even considering purchasing one, you just... I don't know. It doesn't even, didn't even cross our mind. Right. Yeah, when yeah. you research this, you start going down the rabbit hole. You know, the YouTube videos are endless on oh, on yeah. the weight restrictions, on what you can and cannot do. Oh yeah, just, yeah. And I'm a yeah. researcher. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll call friends and that are in it and ask them to get their input or advice, and then I'll start googling like crazy. You know. Well, the good thing so, with, with this community is um, there's forums for every yeah every right. type of rig. <laughs> We're we're in the uh, Tiffin uh, owners group, and I'll tell you what: if I ever come across something that I'm not sure how to do, I just post it on there, and in ten minutes I have fifty answers. And people send. Yeah, the problem is. Yeah. The problem is you have to decipher what's um, opinions and. (laughs) Oh yes. Oh. (laughs) We have a whole podcast on that social media. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So Tiffin has a um, th- just quick side note. Tiffin has a red button on the dashboard, and that is the number one question on the Tiffin website. What is this red switch for? All the new people that buy a Tiffin. So I typically let all the the true answers come out, and then at the end, I just you know I put in my comment, and I'm always like, "Don't hit it! It's the eject button." <laughs> <laughs> but all it is is uh, the rear rear view mirror outside defogger but it's not <laughs> yeah. labeled oh, and it's funny. the only like red toggle switch wow. and everybody's like what is this <laughs> yeah. we're on the phone yes yes i can hear one of your little men there yeah he just came in because he's hungry even though we've already eaten dinner and he wants to make a bowl oh. i don't know what kind of bowl he wants to make but he's Oh, I don't know. They're always hungry. <laughs> always yeah. hungry. Yeah. Yes, we know. We I'm know. hungry. I'm hungry. Wait Constantly. till they become teenagers. I. They're like always in their underwear, wrestling, and they're always hungry. <laughs> well, ours are 18 and 20, and they still do the same thing. Yes. <laughs> And every night, our son is in his underwear in our kitchen making a bowl of cereal. Oh, yes. my God. So it, it does oh, yep. not change. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very right. true. But you know what? <laughs> oh, that's it, hysterical. Enjoy it, because before you know it, you'll be looking at a 20-year-old in his underwear yeah. eating a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We really are. We're soaking it up. Since we have done this, it has been wonderful to be together day in and day out and really soak up every moment and I know that like just sounds like a lot it's really it seems really intense especially for two parents that really just worked a lot and then they went to daycare you know you miss all day but it's like when that was happening you don't see them all day and it's like you know you go a whole week really without seeing each other. Yeah. And then right. Friday, you know, Saturday morning comes and you're like, whoa, you grew you're bigger, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> who are you? 
Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, no, we Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we are together all day, every day. And, you know, um, it can be challenging at times, but for the most part, it's just, it's incredible. And I'm just so grateful to get the snuggles. Yeah, and you, squeeze the little bottoms and the little toes and just get it all while I can. So. Yeah. You can't put a price on that quality time. Yeah. So tell us, you said you worked all the time and things like that before. So I, I think the next biggest question that people always have when they're considering selling everything and going on the road is like, how am I going to pay my bills? Because you still have bills you know, fuel yeah. and rent and yeah. things like that. So how do you guys, are you still working or well, how do you pay your expenses? Had you saved money? Tell us a little bit about that, that the listeners can understand, like make it possible for their life. Well, there are definitely so many opportunities nowadays for online. Um, even like working at, you know, temp jobs in certain cities, um, lots of different work camping opportunities for us. It just, it just worked out that it, all the stars aligned really, um, for, with our catering company, it literally changed from an event company to a food manufacturing company. And our passion was behind the events, the people connecting, it was not behind just the food and catering aspect of it. Um, but there's still money to be made. So we were able to sell our company, which which provides us income for the next couple of years. Okay. Um, we also sold our house. Uh, but, you know, we, we don't want to spend all of our money. We do joke all the time, like, People ask us, how long are you going to do this? We're like, until we run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everybody's answer. Stop. You know, we don't want to run out of money. Yeah, honestly, that's not the real answer, though, you know, because, yeah. of course, when we started this, I was just like, you know what? I'll see if I can find campgrounds where I can work, you know, and, yeah. and become a part of and, and do something there when we're present. We just realized that some of the places that we're at, we're not at long enough to start that, you know, and, and I'm really passionate about my career path in general, so... I don't want to have a resume of just a bunch of places where I'm here and there either. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, so I do think that can be a opportunity and possibility for us while we're on the road. So yeah, if it has to come down to it, a friend of ours said it best the other day, as long as I still have these two hands, you know, someone needs yeah. dirt moved or, you know what I mean? It's like, right. Hey, whatever I need to do to provide for my family. That's exactly. What I do. Um, well, yeah, and our our business revolved around breakfast, yeah. brunch, and connecting people. And like we could we could be at any campground, anytime, set up our table and just start cooking eggs, pancakes, omelets for the whole you know campground. That's what our business was, where we would just basically you know introduce the neighbors and have you know and share a meal. Um, and we could translate that from what we were doing at apartment communities to campgrounds, but we're just not quite ready for that yet. There's, this is honestly a time of, of healing for us. We, we lost our business. We lost our baby that we put 10 years into of all of our, you know, blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. And we just, we, we could not sustain it. Just the economy 
um, COVID. it just, you know, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, we're kind of mourning the loss of our business and this has been a really great opportunity for us to do that. And, and it's such a great way that like when we're ready to start and open up that next phase, like we know that, Hey, that could be an awesome option. It could be an awesome opportunity. Um, but we feel the same way about like a house, like, you know, the house was such a, such a pain <laughs> yeah. that it we feel so free you know that yes. we're just like we're not ready you know yeah um yeah so we're kind of like in this season of of letting go and healing and um and yeah it's been beautiful it really has it's been a really nice break what, have, so. you, have you so have you treated this so let's just say it's been like about six months now right about six months yeah yeah have you yeah. treated this in your mind does it feel more of like a vacation or a new lifestyle uh i mean a new lifestyle honestly and yeah. i'm like at vacation okay. we're kind of in the yeah, yeah. I, I, vacation is because, <laughs> uh, I, I think i can answer that i say vacation is because we're doing things that we would have never thought about doing, dreamed of doing, or had the opportunity to do. And what I mean is by visiting national parks, visiting uh, museums, monuments, going to the White House, like doing all these things that we get the opportunity opportunity to do when we're in new cities and new states. So that's the part where it feels like a vacation. Right. Because we're just, yeah, we ha- I mean, we're in New York for, for a week or whatever. Or yeah. Week, so we have yeah. to do everything there is to do in New York for a week. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's great. And that's the vacation part. But then again, it's also a lifestyle. We can't just go out, you know, throwing money down the road either. It's okay. Well, what can we do? That's not going to cost X amount of dollars. Or if we spent this much for this campsite, what are we going to do in this city or state that doesn't cost as much to make sure that we're offsetting the cost, uh, yeah. you know, the cost yeah. in general? So right. yeah, there are some things that we really truly do have to factor while we're on the road, but I can see both sides of that. Yeah, we have found kind of a good balance, I think, of like ways to save money, but also we are we are literally saying yes to everything. Like we're like, oh yeah, we need we're we're here. We need to just we need to do it, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're saying yes to everything because we're almost like this is once in a lifetime. Like Yes. We don't have a um, a timeline per se, and hopefully, yeah, we'll get to be back in the, you know, we're in Cape Cod right now. Hopefully, we'll get to be back in Cape Cod again, but we don't know that for sure, so right. we're like, do it all, you know, take the ferry to Martha's Vineyard, yes. and, you know, like, just do it all, and that's, that's kind of the mindset we're in, but we're doing it all kind of within reason as well, like, we, I, I've made more peanut butter and jelly sandwiches than I ever have in my life, right? Like, we have a yeah. snack bag and a cooler. So we have all of our snacks and lunches, like, almost always made and with us. It's amazing how and much so, money you can save doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're doing a lot of those things. But but at the same time, we're we're still being as cost-effective as possible. But we're doing things like canoeing, which is not expensive, you know, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it just kind of balances that it, it balances it out. And yeah. our memberships have helped a lot. There's just so many different opportunities to save in different ways. It's just 
what are some you of know, the, researching what, what are some of the memberships that you're that you have enjoyed that have been good helpful i'm sure people would like those kind of tips yeah i think the main one well first of all if you have a family uh the full-time families membership that we have in the full-time families group has just been phenomenal amazing i mean that's, yeah. that's like an actual program called full-time families yeah it is yeah time families yeah really they have yeah. get-togethers they events have like all kinds of stuff oh wow of family members have partnered with thousand trails or they have a, also have a thousand trails membership so they stay at thousand trail campgrounds and when you show up to a thousand trail and you're within the full-time families group and you post on their facebook page you instantly have a, a instant messenger to all the families that are currently at that location that you just arrived to. We just got here today, for example, and there's like four or five other families at this campground and they were all, you know, planning on having a uh, meet at the fire pit tonight at one of the sites and then they're do all doing dinner together tomorrow night so it's like instant community boom right there oh wow what so, a great yeah. idea <laughs> i'm so oh, glad yeah, i asked you that question that's the coolest like i never heard of that yeah. before and oh, the kids like oh my gosh they've made so many friends like we pulled in today and literally people that we saw at in back in williamsburg virginia like a month ago were here and we were like Hey guys, you know. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, meet us at the fire tonight, so and so. I'll add you to the chat." And we're like, "Okay, awesome, thanks." You know, so instant community, and it's just really cool. Yeah, and the kids they have friends, which is really nice because they have that they recognize their friends that they met a few weeks ago, right. and it, it just it's really nice for them. To add to that point that Allison's talking about, that was one of my biggest fears for just this adventure was the boys not really having a core group of friends and relationships to build off of. Wow. And the fact that yeah. we can go to one campground, they can establish friendships, and then we come to another. And there they are. And they're just yeah. Like, yeah. And they have friends, too. So now they have a bigger community. And it just all the, it, it snowballs from there. You know what I mean? It's just, they yes. have this greater and bigger community of friends that's yeah. in this traveling state. You know, it, it's yeah. so weird, you know, because it's not foundational. It's not when we get back home, it's, hey, wherever home is. Well, now, yeah, now we have friends that are in Connecticut and Michigan and yeah. Florida yes. and Utah. Like, yeah. we're going to go visit them, you know. And they're, they're from all over. Just such a unique experience that I never thought, you know, that would <laughs> that we'd be able to really experience. But here we are. And what's even funnier is, I mean, we're just about six months in. I mean, we <laughs> they'll be sitting on the couch looking out the window and they'll see a new camper pulling in and they'll yell, camper pulling in and they'll look for bicycles. You know, yeah. do they have bicycles um, on the camper? Yeah, look for are the there kids. new kids coming in? Wow, that's <laughs> new so kids cool. in the block. Every day, camper pulling in, camper pulling in. It's just, it's, it's just so, it's funny. It's that, so cute. <laughs> that's one of the things that we love as adults. When we go, when we hit the road last year, every place that we stopped, we met the most interesting people, the nicest people. We have yet to have a bad experience, and. I don't know, Lisa calls me the mayor. When when I pull into a campsite, I love to walk around 
and I usually come back with somebody or I come back with a That's story Maurice. and I say, Hey, we just That's we just Maurice. got invited <laughs> we just got invited to dinner down you know, they wanna go yeah. out to dinner and um, it's just that's the part that I love is the social interaction, and for the kids, that's so important to yeah. to have that social. So I'm I'm so happy to hear that 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 even exists. That is so awesome. Yeah, because I definitely well think as a mom yeah. after COVID, all the I mean that was the biggest thing. So many moms were worried about is the kids not getting any socialization, you know, with, yeah. with other kids and being quarantined in their houses, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, you know, it's really funny because now, I mean, uh, you, okay, well, being from Texas going to be real, like we spank our kids, you know, they're yeah. disciplined, you know, right. they're well-behaved kids. And it's really funny just going to all these places and they're like, wow, your kids are so well-behaved. I'm like, well, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> know we, better. we don't play that game. <laughs> well, it, it, we don't play. Yeah. <laughs> I always, that's, that's another parenting thing. I always say, I've never had to hit my kids, but they honestly believe that I would beat them to a bloody pulp if they ever disrespected me or did anything wrong. But they know there are some states that you're a little afraid or concerned. Like, I don't know if we come into this state, if this is going to be acceptable, but you know, we're just going to keep on going oh, yeah. and we'll just see, you know, I love um, now the hard part is, getting them to know like hey you can't go into everybody's camper that's the oh thing. and that's also a really big thing too it's like people just have different rules as far as that goes like there's no really real rule you know yeah. and it's everybody has kind of their own thing what people are some people are comfortable with and some are not so you learn a lot i mean we're still so new that we are not exactly sure and ours are still really young so right. You know, we're still kind of learning um, what what families and kids do. And we have met families that have eight, nine, ten kids oh my God. in an RV that are traveling. And we're like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah with a dog or two, you know, and wow. they're doing it well because they're never in the camper. Yes, they are true. outside yep. all the time exploring and doing their thing. It's just really funny to <laughs> to meet all these different families and what a cool experience it's been for us. Yeah. yeah. That's... But to add to that, I know we got off track. Uh, another good membership is, what was it? Like? Harvest Host. Harvest Host. Has Harvest been... Host has been awesome. Have you guys heard we of that? We love Harvest Host, too. Yes. And, I mean, awesome. it's just, that's just such a cool program. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, for ninety nine dollars a year, we got the upgraded golf one. You know, and I was us like, too, yeah, us too, us too, yeah. Except we, we are. It's hard to. For I said, I think we went to this vineyard, and the wine was so good. We ended up buying into the wine club, got a whole case Aww. of wine, and I was like, so much for the twenty dollars. <laughs> Right, 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 exactly. You can't tell the next place. Hey, so I spent this over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might not get anything. Right, yeah. But I tell well, you, like, I it's so, I love some of the places that we went for Harvest Host. Oh, and, the, like, this one vineyard in particular, the lady, like, told us a whole story of it and how they, her and her husband, they were engineers. And this is, like, a passion project for them. And so uh, now we're on the wine club. And when we get the wine, it just brings me back to that, like, Aww. Oh, that yeah. experience, you know, it was so yeah. cool. 
The hosts, the hosts are incredible. And what's so neat is every state kind of has their own thing, right? So every state we're going into, we're like, okay, what are they known for? Let's hit those up. So especially like being from Texas, we don't have the uh, maple farms like in Vermont. We don't have the apple orchards. We don't have the lavender farms, the cherry picking thing, like just all of those types of things that I'm like, I want the kids to experience this. You know, we didn't live on a farm, so we stay at all the farms so the kids can, like, pet the goats and play, you know, just all the things and experiences that the kids have just loved. Absolutely, we have loved. So we would do more of the wineries and breweries if it were just he and I. But since we have the kids, we really try to seek out a lot of the farms. Farms, and museums and wow it's just and not only has it been amazing for them but it's been really amazing for us too and the hosts have just been phenomenal so yeah that's yeah. been like it our our top yeah that. yeah and then also uh good sam has, has worked out for us too because yeah. with our good sam membership that's helped out on the gas side of it Yep. With uh, giving some kind of discounted rate on the gas and some of the campsites that were not. Oh, yeah, up, we get discount. You, know, you get a discounted rate at the campsites yeah. as well. So. Yeah, yeah, I, dro- I yeah. drop that card everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I we go, need I to remember that more. I don't think we use it as much as possible. I drop everything. Good we Sam, AARP. Yeah. <laughs> Military, Boy Scouts. <laughs> you take Costco yeah. cards, whatever. Yeah. Which one do you yeah. just pick a card, any card? Pick I a know, card. I got them all for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So tell us about like. So it sounds like you've done quite a bit of traveling over the past like six months. What are some of the places that you've been, and then what are some of your favorite places that you've been? Oh wow, that'll be another. Hour. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> our we bought a national park passport book which has been exciting but also challenging because there are so many historic landmarks that you find yourself driving all over the country (laughs) to explore these places which has been an incredible experience but we're learning so much about our history of our nation so that's been really cool Florida was really neat. We went to the uh, we went to Dry Tortuga. Okay. Which was we got on the boat and yeah, we I think that was awesome because it was so remote. Fort Jefferson, yeah, it's which like was a two hour long boat ride. Two hour boat ride, yeah, yeah, and that was really cool. Even the kids enjoyed it. It was expensive, but again, we were like, okay, we're it's once in a lifetime. Like we're here, yeah, we yep, need to do it. You know. Lifetime. Yep. So that for us was like a big deal. So we've hit a lot of the forts along the coast. And then we've hit a lot of like the major cities. Being from Dallas, we're used to like cities, right? We do big cities well. Right. So we, uh, we're kind of drawn to the cities and we can manage them. But what we found is what we're doing, and this is what we did in Savannah, was we would find a campsite on the outskirts we ditch the camper and we get a hotel room for a couple of days. Mm. And so I get on Hotwire and I get like the best rate. I don't necessarily care what specific hotel it puts us at, 
I just kind of care about area and then it gives us the best rate. Well, when I did that for Savannah, it put us at the Marriott, I think it was. Uh And anyways, it was, it was amazing. It was so nice. And so we ditched the camper for a couple of days. We stayed, we stayed in town and we were able to kind of just explore the city. And we did the same thing with New York where we, you know, parked on the outskirts of town ditched the camper and stayed in the city for a few days and explored. So that's a great idea. When you say you ditch the camper, where did you put it? Yeah. When you said ditch the camper, so the great thing about like our thousand trails membership, we've, we've invested so much into it when it comes to just the locations we've been to. It's almost like we're staying at some of these locations for free now because we stayed at so many of them. So when we stay at those, there's not necessarily a cost associated with it. There is, not, nothing's ever free, but granted, like there's not a cost where we feel like, oh, it's $70 a night, $100 a night, like a hotel room. Right. So then we feel okay with getting a actual hotel when we're in the main city. And that's another thing. We start to budget that. Okay, how much does it cost to drive into New York and park the truck and do the everything you know what i mean versus yeah. just getting a hotel room taking the train right. in you know right. that's where yeah. you start to do your budgeting at too as well yeah and then on the outskirts some of the places uh what was the group um not harvest host uh hip camp hip oh camp. yeah hip camp. we used hip yeah, camp so used yes hip camp. And if we're over paying, easter yeah exactly if we're paying like what was it fifteen dollars twenty dollars a night yeah it was cheap we like, parked in our driveway basically yeah, but there was no hookup. Be able to go in the town. Yeah, you know, yeah. The whole. So we're not saying ditch the camper. We're still parking it. Right. And we're still somewhere, somewhere safe. Some sort of hookups <laughs> and it's somewhere safe. But yeah. That, then we get to go into town where we can't bring all of that with us. Right. And or don't want to. Or don't want to. <laughs> Mostly yeah. don't want yeah. to. Yeah, it's too hard right. to navigate those big cities. And but stuff. also the hip camp app is really cool. The gal, we stayed on her property. It was over Easter. She invited us to her church. She, she invited us over to her family Easter yeah, we dinner. We spent Easter with her family. That's like, it was so just cool. so sweet. We literally, like, the Easter bunny hid eggs in the um, front yard, in her front yard, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. So, it was, it was just like so, it was so unique and so cool. And, um, we, we have gotten super creative. You know, there's not a, a specific way to do everything. Right. Um, you know, we, we've taken advantage of a lot of just the different resources that are available. Yeah. And really, like, for us, it's like we, we want to experience, we want to experience New York. We want to experience Boston. We want to experience those th- things. So, how can we do it without breaking the bank? Right. Um, but also like, you know, in a safe way too. like, we don't want to drive the camper downtown. Right. Um, yeah. I was even looking on long Island and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, there's campgrounds on long Island, but how do you get there? You know? Right. <laughs> um, I know it's, it's possible, but I don't know who, you know? Um, but yeah, anyways, we've made great friends along the way. Like our friends, Ken and Julie, that, we were initially going to be like going up through Massachusetts and they're from Connecticut and they just happened to be in Connecticut um, in the, at the same time. So we just 
adjusted our schedule so that we could connect at the same time. And they showed us around their area. So it was like we wanted to see the city and it was just really great being able to see it with, you know, people that know their city. So just being flexible is so important because you don't want to miss an opportunity like that. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, Ken and Julie, they were on our last interview um, on the podcast and they actually we met them in Key West. And then we, they said they're going to be in Hilton Head where we own a place at Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort. So we hung out with them here and then we're like, well, you got to come to Charleston. And then so they stayed longer and they came to Charleston. They stayed at our house and had dinner. And we just had the best time. So it's just like great friendships like that. That yeah. I love. Yeah. That is just kind of like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. You know? Yeah. You never know who you're going to meet. And just fostering those relationships is it's just such a sweet reward with, you know, it's just a great like part of the whole process because we're already having such a great time. We're already really enjoying things. We're learning so much about our heritage and our history. I have native American history and my husband has African American roots. So we, we, our roots go so far back that we're just like, learning so much ourselves and then to be able to teach the kids and to walk through this and go to all these museums in Virginia, Pennsylvania, you know, here we're, here we're going in. Yeah. DC here. We're going into Boston. We're just, we're just like so grateful. What what better classroom than to actually take them to the places that you're, you know, this is where the Boston tea party was. This is Mount Rushmore. This is, you know, uh, one yeah. thing I will definitely say, um, as just as an aside, when you just said that, is take tons of pictures. <laughs> take pictures of the kids at those places because they're still young. And uh, I'll never forget <laughs> our, our youngest son, Tyler. I knew you were going there. He's like, <laughs> I've never been to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, you see this oh, picture? Yes, you That's you. And, and I tell parents that have young children this all the time. Like, and your kids are, the six-year-old is just barely at the stage. Barely. Where they're they're going to yeah. start making those memories. But the four-year-old, to be honest, he's really not going to yeah. remember all of those things. He's going to say, my parents did this. And he's going to live from the stories that you tell about the experiences that you had when you got older. But he's not yeah. going to specifically remember them himself. His memories will be about what you talk about when you did this in your time. And I tell you what, like, he came down one day, Tyler, with this picture of himself at Disney with his mom and dad. And he was like, this is me at Disney. <laughs> you know, like, I know yes. what I'm telling you. I told you, you've been there. Yeah. yeah like, and like, wait, no, 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 that's my brother. No. Yes. And, and so far for me, I'm like, we are shaping these little people. Whether they remember it or not, these moments are just shaping them to who they're going to be as people. And those are the things that I'm just so incredibly grateful for because they, their minds are going to be so much more open to the possibilities. And when we were with Ken and Julie, we, we went to Yale And me from being from such a small town, Yale was never even something I ever even knew about. But here I'm like, oh, we're getting a picture of the boys in front of Yale so that I can tell them like, no, you've been here and you can go here to this 
university one day. Like it's possible, Yes, you know? And so those moments, I'm just like, no, look, here you are standing in front of Yale. (laughs) That's funny. I went to Yale. You did not. Yeah. And I've got the same Ah, picture. Proud to visit. Yeah. (laughs) When? When? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. So how far west have you guys been? Or are you just sticking oh, to the from east? Texas? So have you mostly been exploring well, the East Coast? Texas, yeah, 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 no, we we went east. I mean, we we've always been west. So I I lived in California for a bit. Oh, okay. I'm from Seattle. Seattle. I I so grew up in west, Seattle, so we've yeah. Never been east. That was the right. So we, we always know, wanted the lobster. Lobster, And you wanted to yeah. You wanted to pack your car. Yep, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We wanted the whole experience, and we just never. We're, yeah, we're getting it, yeah so we're just, yeah, we're doing it all. Yeah, we're doing mm-hmm. that first, and then wherever the wind takes you. Over. Yeah, yep. we yep. did. Um, yeah, we did sort of the opposite because I grew up in Michigan, and then I've lived in in oh. South Carolina for almost thirty years. And uh, George grew up in Connecticut and, and New York, oh, wow. New York, and uh-huh. and and so. You know, we've all we've been so East Coast. So that year, we went from Key West all the way to Seattle, like wow. opposite ends of the country. Wow. And we did a forty-five yeah. day cross-country trip. And I think our biggest, like, if I could, it was one of those kind of things during COVID. The same where we just said, we're never going to have another opportunity where everything's canceled and we can just go. Let's just do it. Yeah, and we did. Yeah, and it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. And but, we took our well, and the West Coast is so beautiful. It, I mean, oh it gosh. really is yes. so beautiful. So, so many things yeah. that I you just you don't even believe you're on the same planet. I mean, like, yeah. literally, I just had no like we went to see the giant redwoods and and Moab, yeah. Utah, and and all the national parks that way and Yellowstone. The coast of Oregon. That that's the one that blew me away the most. Oh I, yeah, I, just, I wasn't Oregon expecting so it. beautiful. Wasn't expecting yeah. it at all. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. We went whale watching. Like, I wasn't Seattle. expecting all the yeah. all the green and the trees. Right. The East Coast is so beautiful like, too. It's oh just gosh. you have yeah, to, the East Coast is so you, beautiful. You have too. to stay until the fall when you get to see the colors change. Yes. Yeah. Because that's a truly yeah. beautiful, yeah. really yeah. beautiful up there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but after the fall, then the snow starts cold. and <laughs> yeah, you gotta and go. then run. <laughs> deuces yeah exactly yes, so true. So if it true. gets below 70 uh no i'm not <laughs> no yeah. thank you <laughs> I, I want to experience like snow and all that you know yeah I'm he's a texas boy so he's like oh we should move there or check it out i'm like no i don't want my bones to get that cold <laughs> yes yeah. it's all it's well, all fun and games until that snow just doesn't go away that's what i hear yes. nope Nope, yeah, nope, nope. snow is definitely something for to visit. Um, I, you know, growing up in yeah. Michigan, uh, now I've been down south for so long. If it goes below 65 degrees, I'm like, I need a jacket. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. I know. It, isn't it amazing? It's like yes. you could put flip-flops on pretty much any day yeah. of the year and just walk out of the house. And I just love that so yeah. much. So um, let's just... Uh, kind of wrap this up with um yeah. i i think we could talk to you guys for hours on end and i can't oh, wait could. to meet you guys in person sometime which i'm sure we will we'll have to definitely make our paths cross in the future tell us if you are going to give any advice uh to other families that have children that are thinking about going full-time what would your best advice be what, what would you say to them 
you're talking to our audience say you know what would you like to tell these people i would say be flexible yeah have a Costco membership yeah, so yeah. that you can feed them with unlimited <laughs> snacks because they're always hungry. No, no, no. <laughs> and have a have, have bicycles for yeah, them all. They need bicycles. Yeah. And I, snacks. So I know we didn't talk about this, but my personality, like I, I'm really. Some people, what do you call me? Like I'm a drill sergeant with the boys, like with the family. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And in travel days travel days i feel stress me out even though i i don't truly feel it but allison will come back and be like hey you need to chill out <laughs> like yeah. you know it's a travel yes. day but yeah. you need to calm down so there's you so need a time much out that, yeah, yeah. You need a time out there's so much that can go on and that can happen within this lifestyle and to go back to what allison's first uh, answer was was to be flexible and to be just calm and patient and know that when you do this full time like you're not restricted you're, yeah you're not you can do whatever you schedule. want you like whatever <laughs> you want to do time and is actually your friend that, yeah regardless yeah. of that next campsite telling you that hey check in is at noon you can get there at five if you want to yeah the first i think yeah. five times that we set up i set up in the dark in oh. the first yeah. day that i was able to set the first time i was able to set up in the daytime, I was just like, oh, wow, this is a new This experience. is nice. <laughs> this is so nice, much better. You know? Because yes. I was just so used to setting up in the dark. So it's just, just know that, yeah, you're not on anybody else's schedule except your own. You can really, truly stop and smell the roses and enjoy the time. There's been so many times that the boys, being as young as they are, they want to help me set up or tear down. And I'm just like, nope, daddy's got to get this done and get us on the road. When really, I just need to stop and be like, yeah, come on over here and learn how to work a drill or learn how to right. do something. It can be a teachable experience at that time. And, Teach them. And that's what I have to remember is that everything is a teachable experience, whether it's for myself or for the kids or for my wife or for anybody. Yeah. So let me stop, take the time and do that and really enjoy that moment, I think will probably be the biggest takeaway. Yeah. And just realize that you're never going to be as stable as you're a brick and sticks. <laughs> We're sitting here rocking right now as I'm talking. We are rocking. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, there is just, it's not stable. Yeah. Um, but, you know, vodka helps. <laughs> that helps with everything in life. Well, you said before, you said before when, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Well, I always say when life gives you lemons, add vodka and then make lemonade. Yeah. It could be a new T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. But also, I will say on the like flip side, you know, you have vodka, but you also have God and Jesus. And he is literally our like, yes. we have been following his lead in what we're doing and giving us real true peace about the decisions that we've made. And it has been so incredible just to feel like we've had the protection and the provision over the decisions that we made, where we're going, what we're doing, and yeah, just having faith the whole way through and not being worried about this campground's full or this one's full or, oh my gosh, it's summer, everybody's camping all at the same time, what are we going to do, we're not going to be able to find anything. No, we are not worried about 
a toilet paper shortage or, you know, <laughs> campsite shortage, anything like that. We're like, hey, it's going to work out, you know, yes. it, and it has the whole time. It has been completely fine. And I know that our kids can feel our anxiety. And so we try to keep as much peace as possible because, you know, they, they can feel that. Yes. And so when mom and dad are are good, the kids are good, the house is good, and we're rolling. I mean, our camper, we really literally call it the house. Yeah. So when we're out, it's like, oh, it's back at the house. You need to go go potty at the house. Go get your water at the house. Yeah. That's it, just what, like what that, it is. What's that country song, Jesus Take the Wheel? <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah. the one. Just <laughs> let it go and see where the wind takes you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. George is retired. You know, I still work in sell real estate and have a couple of real estate brokerages, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> My dream life is to be retired. Some, I actually wanted to be a trophy wife, but it just didn't work out that way. So <laughs> I'm still working, but George is retired. I know. I became the trophy husband. <laughs> <laughs> I got a trophy husband instead. But uh, I tell you what, once we did that 45 days, he was like, do we really got to go home? Do we really got to go home? Yeah. And right. honestly, when we got home and we have a big house, like we have a 6,000 square foot house and so much to take care of. And so much. <laughs> I, I truly feel that once I did that 45 days, it made me really, I, I thought to myself, I packed for every kind of weather because it was going to be 30 degrees and it was going to be a hundred degrees between the desert and, and the mountains and I, I packed all these things and I didn't even use a half of we those. We so overpacked. Yeah. I didn't even use half yeah. of those. And so the, easy and to I, do. But yeah. I still had a closet full of things at home. And, and when yeah. I got back, I realized it's not the things that we have that make your life. Like you work your whole life to get all these things. It's kind of like you're talking yeah. about to the kids about getting rid of things. And 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 you realize at the end like it's not the things that are important it's the memories that you have and the experiences yeah. that you have and and learning that with your kids at such a young age and like so like early on is like awesome yeah I'm, I, you know i've our kids are 20 you know, i'm like god i wish we would have done this with our kids when they were younger because they just enjoyed it so much and we enjoyed it and we took our yeah. our son and his girlfriend on the first two weeks of our 45 days and they had the best time, best experience. And when we came back, just recently, our son said, are we going to do that again? We can't wait to do it again. We want to, <laughs> we're in, we're going, we're, whatever you need us to do, we, we're, we want to do it so bad. And as a matter of fact, at one point, um, I think it was around Christmas time, we were talking about future and what do you want to do? And he said, I want to buy an RV and I just want to hit the road. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, well. He wants to be you when he grows up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. How old was he? Yeah. He's 17 now. Yeah. 17. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and that's one of the main things we get because we're so young doing this and we pull up to a campsite. A lot of people are retired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And they're like, oh, you guys have, like, you figured it out young. And for us, it was just like the circumstances. I never. I never even considered something like that. It was just with, you know, it's just the circumstances that we were in. Yeah, I'm really grateful for it. But I'm also like, whoa, this is a lot of work. I can't imagine being 70 right, and trying to do all the things that we do. This is 
this is a lot of work. <laughs> yes. That's why you got to do it now while you can. Yes, absolutely. And you also need to be mentally, a, you know, you I, like there's so much planning involved and scheduling and, oh yeah, you know, there's just a lot mentally, mentally and physically. Yep. Um, so you want to be at the top of your game. I don't know. We're, we're just, we're having fun and meeting people and, that both the boys want cereal right now. I know. Just I, was like just you guys, say, I can just hear those like little guys, guys in the background like 10 o'clock at night. They were supposed to be in bed at 830. <laughs> for cereal. There you go. Because yeah. they know mm-hmm. something's going on. They know so- they're like, <laughs> what are mommy and daddy doing? I know that so, they're talking to somebody you know. important. <laughs> FOMO. Yeah. Fear yep, of missing out. Yep. Yes. Well, listen, let's wrap this up. We really appreciate your time. This has been um, just just such a great conversation. And maybe we'll have to check in with you in another six months and see how it's been after it's been a year on the road with you guys. Yeah. yeah. And we need to meet up somewhere and have some fun. That's right. And, that too. and yeah. uh, so tell our audience how they can follow you at Locate the Lockets on Instagram. Um, I know you were talking about starting a YouTube channel. I don't know if you have that yet. But um, I'm sure people would love to follow your adventures and travel, especially other parents. And if they want to reach out to you um, with any questions or anything, uh, just what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yes. He just spilled his cereal all over the floor. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Locate the locket. Instagram and Facebook is. Uh, but also, hey, call us. Reach out to us to one four seven zero four seven five nine nine. You can call us anytime. Um, you can even email us too. Yeah, email us. It, that's all on the page, and um, we'll we'll put all your information in the show notes. So our yeah, listeners can, we're we're can here. We're ha- happy to answer any questions. Meet up, and I think that's probably the best thing right now. We. We have every intention of starting a YouTube channel. It's just, wow, it's super time consuming. And we're <laughs> very we're living. Yes. And we're consuming. living in the moment. And okay. so it's very hard because it's like, just like the restaurant that um, Ken and Julie took us to yesterday. We had hot lobster, butter, lobster, wait, hot butter, buttered lobster rolls, lobster yeah. rolls. Oh, yeah. They were the best sandwich i've ever had but like if you're a youtuber you should have videoed that whole thing right well we were so in the moment we were like oh this is amazing we ate the sandwiches and everything we didn't get any pictures or videos (laughs) (laughs) we're like ah shoot well Uh, sometimes um, (laughs) it's better to be good right there in the present moment (laughs) we tried we were talking about doing a youtube channel and i started recording some stuff and i'll tell you what it is so time consuming it's so hard to make it look easy Oh my God! Yeah. It, it, it was just it. It took away from from at least for me. It took away from what I was experiencing because I was more worried about recording and do this and do another take and do and it. I just yeah. I said. Well, I was just always worried that I had a, like a double chin or something in all the photos. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole other. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. other story. I don't even have my makeup on. As Not that angle. Higher, yeah. lower, more right. here. Right. Right. This is, this is truth. We're speaking right here. <laughs> yes. All right, you guys. I know you've got cereal spilled on the floor and kids to take care of. So we're going to let you go for tonight. And thank you so much again. And we will put all this information in our show notes. And you can always uh, see all of our podcasts at rvpodcast.com and listen in 
Really, anywhere you can listen to your podcast now, we are on, even Alexa, so you can talk to her. I know, it's crazy. Ask her to, sh- to, to play RV podcast, Alexa. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank guys, you guys. It was great Thanks. to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Our View. Don't forget to drop us a line at rviewpodcast.com. That's the letter R, viewpodcast.com. And like, subscribe, and follow us so you don't miss out on our next adventure.